Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, the no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach to Coach Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Bridget Richard with Bridget Richard Coaching. Welcome, Bridget. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm happy to be here. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us a little bit about your practice, uh, who you're serving, and how you're doing. Um, okay. Well, I am, among many things, a life coach. Um, that's the, the overreaching word for it. I serve uh, women of all ages and stages, but primarily women who are suffering from burnout, from just wearing too many hats and are looking for a direction that is more fulfilling and meets all of their needs as well as the people around them. Now, how did you get into this line of work? Well, um, it started off, I'm actually a psychotherapist. I have um, worked in mental health for 20 years. And, um, you know, I've been a psychotherapist for probably 14 of those years, uh, have my own practice, and I saw women coming in who were straight up burnt out. And uh, as a therapist, uh, when we see that and people are suffering from anxiety and depression and all these feelings, feeling out of control um, of their world and of their life, um, but it didn't quite meet the, the, the diagnostic standards for depression or anxiety, Um, We call that an adjustment disorder. And I don't know anybody right now who's going through life who doesn't have an adjustment disorder. We're all adjusting to life as it comes at us right now. Um, But I saw these women coming in and um, they needed help. They needed help figuring out where they are in life and uh, how they got there and how they can get more out of it. Um, And some of these women, you know, didn't have regrets about the life they lived. They just weren't feeling completely fulfilled by it. Now, um, as somebody who is coming at this through the lens, uh, or at least initially from the lens of a psychotherapist, how do you kind of um, discern the difference between a a, a client or a potential client who uh, psychotherapy is the right uh, kind of direction to go in or as opposed to coaching is the right direction? Is there something that's kind of a, an obvious tell of one thing is going to be more appropriate than the other, or is this something that's kind of in the eye of the beholder? I would not say it's in the eye of the beholder, um, but I also don't think it's entirely obvious. Um, if I see somebody uh, who needs a psychotherapist um, and they're a coaching client, that psychotherapist will not be me, but I'm more than happy to refer them because they're not necessarily, they're not mutually exclusive. Um, in psychotherapy, we use the DSM. It's what I call the psychotherapy Bible. Bible. It's about three inches thick and it has a list of symptoms and um, situations that add up to a diagnosis of depression or anxiety, okay? Um, and so when I'm speaking with somebody and I'm speaking about their history and what's going on with them, um, I can look at, is this just a situation that they are dealing with that has led up to them feeling this way? Or are there markers that meet the DSM qualifications that add up to, hey, you know what? I think what you're really dealing with is 
depression or anxiety or some other diagnosis. Um, now, just because you're dealing with depression or anxiety does not mean you're not coachable. You're absolutely coachable. Um, we're just going to come at it a different way. Um, and they may need a psychotherapist to teach them the skills that they need um, and or address the trauma that they have or whatever is going on um, psychologically uh, before they can get coaching and learn to plan. Um, so you need the, the, the foundation, if you will. Um, or they may already have the foundation and they just need that label to normalize. Yeah, you're not crazy. You do have these feelings. There's a reason for them. Now, do you want to address those first or do you want to start taking a look at how we're going to build your future? Now, from the other side, like say I'm a just a, a regular person out there. Is it how do I know who to call? Like what are is there some symptoms that are okay, I should be calling a, a psychotherapist or hey, this is maybe more appropriate for a coach? Okay. Um, well, I think it's easier for me to describe what coaching is. Um, and then we can go backfill what depression or anxiety might take a look like where you're saying, hey, I need to call a therapist. Um, for somebody who's coaching, it's, okay, what do I want to do? What do I want to do to get out of here? I feel stuck. Um, I am not sure which decision to make. I know that this is a life that I love, but I'm just not feeling it. And so I feel down and out and, uh, you know, do I get divorced? Do I take that new job? Um, I love my children, but I'm not getting everything I thought of out of being a parent. Um, I really want to focus on my career, but am I letting the other people in my life down? These kind of questions that people are struggling with are absolutely coachable. Now, if it's, more towards the end of, I am sleeping all the time. Um, I'm always sad, um, or most of the time. I never use always or ever. Um, going out into normal situations makes me feel anxious. Um, I don't want to do things that might be fun or stimulating because I'm afraid of them. Um, these limiting beliefs um, and or feelings that are stopping you from living your fullest life. Those to me start to sound like a diagnosable anxiety or depression. Um, so I guess one is kind of where you're presently at um, and is in the way of you having a future or being able to see your future um, because these overwhelming feelings, overwhelming feeling of depression, overwhelming feeling of anxiety are in the way. Whereas coaching is, I have questions that I need to get answered and or I need somebody to provide me with some direction. Does that help? Yeah. And then from a, um, when you're working with clients on either side of that fence, is it uh, similar in the way that you approach the interactions of a, of a session? Is it a lot of asking questions and having the participant kind of do the heavy lifting of the work or is some of it where you're giving them specific tools and tactics to manage their situation? I would say in both, in both roles, I am doing a lot of both. Um, it depends on how far along the person is in the process. Um, nobody wants to come into somebody for advice and support and just have them go. And how do you feel about that? <laughs> that would be entirely frustrating. Um, so I, I tend to be a little bit directive in my approach. However, every person is unique and every situation that they're in is unique. And I don't, I, I, will, I will readily tell anybody, I don't go home with you. So 
So I can't tell you exactly the right thing for you to do, but I can certainly tell you when you're going down the wrong path. Um, so it starts out with a lot of um, psychoeducation, a lot of tools, um, but within those tools are a lot of homework um, that people take home and I'm having them write down their thoughts, writing down when they get stuck um, because I don't go home with them. I, whether it's coaching or um, psychotherapy, I get them at most an hour a week. Um, there are many, many more hours that we're experiencing difficulty. Um, so if people are journaling, they're writing them down, they're doing very brief, very, very brief. I am not one person to write down a whole page of anything. Um, so all the tools and all the tactics that we use that add up to an outcome are brief um, and manageable. And the tools and the tactics might be different for psychotherapy and for coaching, but they're there to be supportive and to help people figure out what is going to work best for their particular situation um, and their particular lifestyle. Uh, and then I'm just there to help support them with guided questions and things of that nature that you naturally think of when you think of coaching or psychotherapy um, so that they can look at life in a different way and start thinking of things that they may have otherwise written off that are absolutely um, possible in their given situation. Now, you talked earlier about uh, burnout and overwhelm. Is that something uh, that because we're kind of living through this pandemic right now that is just kind of just everywhere for pretty much everybody? Or um, is that, are you seeing it a lot more kind of this year as opposed to maybe two or three years ago? Yes. In a word, yes. Um, I, I will say my psychotherapy and coaching practice has uh, exploded. A lot of pe people are reaching out for help. A lot of people are overwhelmed. Um, partly because of the situation that we're living in, but partly because the situation we're living in puts a magnifying glass on other things that we may have been dealing with, but we may have had the coping skills to deal with um, and just kind of sweep it under the rug, if you will. So um, people who have these resilient skills are showing to be more resilient. And you're wondering, how did that person do that? Uh, well, it's because they've built the skills over many, many years. I was talking to a woman um, at a networking organization uh, meeting online, of course, uh, just the other day. And I told her, you know, we put a magnifying glass on everything that um, we love, everything that we find frustrating, everything that we want, and everything that makes us angry um, when we're stuck and being limited by our circumstances. Um, but the difference between somebody who is thriving in this situation and somebody who is barely making it um, or may not be making it all isn't necessarily their fault. We absorb all these skills um, through our experiences. And that is our experiences growing up, our experiencing in our young adulthood and our experiences now. And some people have been in the presence of people who have been resilient and they've picked up those skills. Um, but if they haven't picked up those skills, it's not too late. Those skills are absolutely teachable. And I think that's what I focus on in my coaching practice is teaching people the skills they may have missed out on and now are finding themselves frustrated because they don't have. And so they're burned out and they're overwhelmed and they're frustrated and they're angry and they don't know what to do with it because they haven't been taught. Um, and so I teach them those skills and give them the foundation they need um, 
to be more resilient and to find ways to manage the stress and overwhelm in a more productive way. Do you find that people uh, nowadays, especially uh, the ones who are maybe more active on social media, are getting kind of messaging that other people have this figured out and I'm, you know, barely staying afloat. And how come every, it seems like everywhere I turn, everybody is doing well and I'm, I'm, and I'm not. Social media is a nightmare. Um, And at this point, um, I won't say it's a necessary evil, but it is an ever present one. Um, it can do a couple of different things. Uh, I think the scenario that you're painting is absolutely true. Um, definitely, we put our best face forward and we put what we love um, about our lives on social media. So we're only seeing it through the lens of the person who um, is posting. Um, and I think there's a ton of misinformation out there. Um, and there's a ton of information out there about how to live your worst life, um, to be perfectly frank. Um, so if we're not very careful, social media can be uh, very distracting and it can lead us to not leading our best lives because instead of investing in ourselves and investing in our hopes and our dreams, we're reading, trying to find the answer um, in a platform where it's not regulated at all and where you really cannot believe anything coming out because it's all, again, through that lens. Um, I think when we start to focus on away from social media, away from any kind of media, um, whether that be television <clears throat> or radio um, or anything of that sort, um, and just use it for inspiration and then say, okay, but what do I want to do with this? How does this fit into my life? What do I want to do to be the best person? and the best version of myself and who can help me get there. Um, then we start looking at things that are potentially helpful to ourselves. Um, and I think people externalize, look outside of themselves for all this inspiration uh, when they really need to start looking within themselves and saying, but what do I want out of this? Because one person's paradise can be another person's nightmare. So we need to figure out what we want to get out of life. Now, any advice for the coaches out there or the people listening out there that um, would like to kind of take their practice or their business to the next level? Is there some low-hanging fruit that you've found that can help people kind of navigate through this burnout and overwhelm? Um, absolutely. Uh, I always say meet people where you're at, even if it's meet yourself where you're at, for that matter. Um you know, looking at somebody else's end game is never helpful. Um, I have found that when I meet my clients where they're at, which is on the internet at 3am looking for an answer, um, I have been able to build an entire psychotherapy practice off of that. And I am starting to build a very robust coaching business off of that. Um, the 3am problem is a real thing. And yes, everybody goes to the internet. We're going to Dr. Google and we're saying, am I crazy? Is this does, do other people go through this? And if they do, what are they doing about it? So I have somewhere to start. Um, and so for the coaches, um, the coaches want someone to come to them because we have so much to give and because we can see the potential in other people and we want them to see it in themselves. And so we need to be that person that they see at 3 a.m. when they're scrolling through the internet saying, but how do I get over this burnout and overwhelm? Um, for the clients, 
Um, we have to recognize where we're at and we need to start there. Um, I, I really wish I could give credit to the person where I read this um, and I cannot for the life of me place it. Um, but somewhere out in the wonderful internet, um, there was a man who was saying, and I, I've heard this a couple of different times, so I'm guessing this is a theory that's out there, um, that if you want to start somewhere, start at the absolute smallest possible step you can towards progress. So if it is a matter of, I put my tennis shoes on each and every day, but I don't walk out the door. I'm just gonna get in the habit of putting my tennis shoes on. Um, you put your tennis shoes on each and every day until that becomes a no-brainer. You get up, you put your tennis shoes on, you're not even thinking about it. It's just automatic. And then you talk about, okay, now I'm going to walk out the door. I don't know how far I'm going to get, but I'm just going to practice putting my tennis shoes on and walking out the door. And you only do that until it is absolutely second nature. You will start to build some momentum towards whatever your goal is. Um, so for those people who are trying to make a change, I say, don't look at the end game. The end game is overwhelming. Start where you're at and add one thing. And just keep adding one thing only after it's no longer overwhelming. Now, um, what's it look like if somebody reaches out to you and says, you know what, I'm struggling. Uh, can you share a little bit about what that those first conversations look like? Is it, uh, you know, a Zoom call or is it via email? Like what does kind of an engagement look like with you? Oh, that's the exciting part. I like that. Um, <laughs> because I like people. I put the, the word social and social work, which is my original license um, and the one that I still practice under for psychotherapy. Um, people reach out to me in a variety of ways. I've had people reach out to me um, via my website, uh, BridgetRichard.com, um, and that is filling out a form. And that form is really designed to get people thinking already about what changes do I want to make and how do I want to make them. Um, from there, uh, we set up a call and kind of go through what are their goals and what kind of investment do they want to make in themselves? Um, you know, is this something that they want to do at every other week? I'm totally invested. We're going to go through this. Um, or is it just a matter of, I need to make one change in order to feel like a whole person, whatever, no judgment, absolutely no judgment ever. Um, and then I have a, a series of um, outcome measures that I have people use to move past some of the, what I'm trying to think of, some of the resistance that we have when we're trying to answer questions that we're filtering because we want to give the right answer and there is no right answer. Um, so we use a few outcome measures and then we go through finally when we decide we're gonna work with each other and we have these outcome measures, okay, this is what this is gonna look like. And we come up with a plan, a good solid plan um, for, this person reaching their goals. And then the fun part is they get to start working towards reaching their goals. And I just kind of navigate. I'm in the passenger seat and I'm like, okay, so you made this decision. How did it work out for you? What were the barriers? Um, what do you need to do differently next time? Have you thought about it this way? Um, so they have a guide with them the whole way and they're never alone. And then is this something that uh, is the commitment I got to commit for a year? Is this something that you can triage something in 90 days? Like what is kind of an engage? How long is a typical engagement? Um, I have a few different packages when it comes to the coaching thing. Um, I am not a believer that anybody has to be in any one situation for the rest of their life. Um, once you're in, you're stuck. Um, that's the antithesis of what I do. Um, I want people to get the tools they need to feel confident to live life on their terms. Um, I'm happy to be there with them whenever they need. And people sometimes 
will finish term and then come back a year, years later and say, hey, there's something else I need to work on. And that is totally fine with me. Um, so to answer your question, uh, I have different levels of packages. Um, one package is just four months, really simple. We meet every so often and I give feedback and that's wonderful. So that's the, the lightest version of me working with somebody. I have a six month package and a 12 month intensive package. And it is up to the person who I'm working with as to what they're most comfortable with and what they want to get out of the relationship. Um, but I will absolutely provide suggestions on what I think will work best based on what they're telling me. And then during kind of the first session, you can get a feel for what is, uh, you'll recommend what you think is the most appropriate path, but obviously ultimately the the person decides. Absolutely, yes. Uh, no, I'm more than happy to provide recommendations. After all, I've been working with people, um, helping them, you know, set goals and make changes uh, for over 20 years. So I have a really good feeling as to, you know, you may want to get this in the, done in the shortest period of time possible, but realistically, you know, it may take six months to get this goal because I know how many steps you're going to have to go through. Now, if somebody wanted to learn more, have a more substantive conversation, you mentioned that website, but can you mention it one more time? Absolutely. It's Bridget Richard, um, my name, dot com. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story, Bridget. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Thank you very much for having me. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. Yeah.